This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports? We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. As we are monitoring live the LSU baseball reaction, I guess show, I guess we do this every Tuesday night. Uh, LSU is leading Louisiana Tech, number 14 ranked Louisiana Tech. Midweek games don't matter, Blake. They don't matter. Well, do they matter when you're playing the number 14 team in the nation? Oh, and really, when you're struggling and you have a losing conference record, you're damn right it does. Don't go on your stupid show or whatever you do and say midweek games against a top 15 opponent doesn't matter. The Rudy Pooness. Oh, but it is. Eight to six in top of five. Look, Paul Maneri ain't playing tonight. Y'all done piss that man off. I'm just gonna. We done piss that man off or not? Look, if you can't play, if you ain't playing well, he gonna let you know he's pulling people out uh, tonight. So we do have a lot to talk about. Also, during the show, what we're gonna be talking about is should we expand the college football playoff ex- or playoff? Should we expand that? Now, our good friend uh, uh, J Boy Jake Crane. Um, kind of inspired us to talk about this. We're going to talk about uh, that as well. Should we expand it? I'm probably going to be in the minority on that uh, in reference to expanding that. So we shall see. We shall see. As Fowler fires a strike. 
Okay, Fowler, we see you. But guys, before we get started, we're going to get to a couple of your comments as we do all, as always. Ryan Thibodeau says, hashtag midweek games matter, hashtag go Tigers. I agree a little bit with you there. As you know, I think every game matters. Ryan Guidry says, let's go. Congrats to Derek Stingley Jr. getting number seven. And so does Jacob Cole, who says the same as well. Chris Barnhill says, some of your haters are big mad about Louisiana sports gambling. They are. I'm taking an I'm taking an ass chewing on Louisiana sports gambling. You know, it's funny because 70% of the state said that they wanted it. Give the people what they want. And you know what else the else the people want? Like Stephen Frey says right here, print the shirts, hashtag, and we are live. All right. Guys, you know that's taxable, right? Like, I got every time y'all pay for that, I got to pay for it my damn self out of taxes. There's one, there's two things in this world that Big Daddy don't like. Number one of them, taxes. Number two, death. One of them I hadn't experienced yet. And I'm not, and I'm going to let you decide on if it's the taxes or the death. I do not like it. We'll see. We'll see. Remington says, only time I'll cheer for tech. For over LSU is tonight. Go dogs. Oh, yikes. Yikes. <laughs> are you Remington, are you a um are you a a grad? Are you a um a Louisiana Tech grad? Do you do the quarters at Louisiana Tech? Now bases loaded. Still top of the five, one out. Uh hopefully LSU can roll well, roll a double play here as they only are up by two. Look at look at look at look at Paul. Look how worried Palmineri is, bro. He, my man, is big time worried. He's buku worried. As as Doty behind the plate just gives us signals. Jesus Christ. Uh, Remington says he's a tech alum. All right. Before we do this, as bases are loaded, we got to pay some bills before we get started. As always, and guys, none better than our good friends over at GM Varno and Sons. GM Varno and Sons has faithfully been serving your Denim Springs and Baton Rouge here for over 62 years. With their highly trained technicians, there's absolutely nothing that they can't do. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motorhome chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. Give them a call today at 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. And tell them your good friend, Mr. Blake Rafino at AYS, since you on by. And our good friends over at betonline.ag, guys, we've been talking about it. It's going to be into the Senate committee this upcoming Tuesday, but online betting in the state of Louisiana. Go log in today. Go to betonline.ag, create your login, get ready for when this bill passes. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, odds, and updates. It's the best way to place your bets. And as we mentioned, it's free to sign up. Head over to the website again at betonline.ag. That's betonline.ag and get 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. And then that way, they will know your good friend, Mr. Blake Rafino at AYS, sent you on by. All right, it's two and two. Bases are loaded. Guys, this is a big game. This is kind of a live reaction to what we're seeing. Although that was a strikeout. Okay, so two outs in the top of the fifth. This is going to be a big deal. Look, this is a big game. I mean, and look, uh, another thing, too, this is an in-state school. I am so over. I am so over people saying that midweight games don't matter. What do you mean that they don't matter? Every game matters, bro. 
especially when, in baseball when it comes to RPI. Here's the biggest misconception, the biggest lie of all time. Guys, if you lose to a bad team, that affects your RPI. It just does. The same about when happens when you beat a good team, your RPI rises. It's the biggest lie out there in college baseball athletics. It's a lie. So all these people saying that these midweek games don't matter, quit with the foolishness. All right, Fowler, as he crosses over another strike, that breaking ball is working magic right now. It's working magic. I'm just so over this midweek game matters, don't matter bullshit. (laughs) Dakota Harper says, I want me a Rudy Pooh shirt. Okay. Oh, God. Base hit into center field. That's going to score two. We're going to have a tie game at eight at eight to eight as Louisiana Tech has now tied the game. So the number 14, Louisiana Tech, uh, I almost called them Raging Cajuns, but the Bulldogs. <laughs> I almost had a slip of the tongue. Uh, Ryan Thibodeau says expect to win every game. That's the point. That That's the point. You expect and you want to go in and win every game. This is a big game. You go in. What if you – what if you win two of three against Alabama and you continue to roll? What if you sweep them? It, it will be a big deal moving forward, a very big deal. I forgot to mention this, too. Uh, we do, the ha- do have the hashtag AskBlake tonight as well. I think we're going to make that a big uh, uh, an every night thing, the hashtag AskBlake, uh, because it just helps me out so much. Ooh, that was a good pitch. That's a good pitch by Fowler. God, they got to get out of this inning unscathed. I mean, no, no, they won't be unscathed, but they got to get out of this inning. Uh, Juice Washington, what's up, Juice? He says, hashtag Ask Blake. Uh, wanted Booty to wear number seven, but I'll still settle for Derek Stingley Jr. You look, guys, it's a long tradition of guys, DBs, especially wearing number seven, Patrick Peterson, Tyron Matthew, and now Derek Stingley. You had great athletes uh, and great uh, wide receiver and DJ Chark, Leonard Fournette wore number seven. <laughs> I mean, the only uh, – I guess you could say the two that necessarily maybe didn't live up to the height was last year, Jacoby Stevens and Jonathan Giles also wore number seven. But everybody, uh, Grant Delpit is another guy that wore number seven. I mean, there's been a lot of defensive backs that have really made that number just what it is. It's like the best athlete on your team's going to wear number seven. And, and we kind of been hearing that, but, I mean, you want to let him go out there and say it. We kind of tweeted at that today, kind of giving the hint to you guys about him wearing number seven. I'm glad they gave it to him. Um, and I'm excited for Derek Singh. Look, he's got to have a big year. I don't think that it's any, um, I don't think it's, it's, I don't want to say it's a bad take for us to say that he's got to have a good year. Look, he's had times where he's struggled and that's not a, um, not a slight of him because he's had really good games. Uh, Corey Kaye says, I can't stand when they say hashtag or quote unquote midweek games don't matter. Well, BS Tech is ranked uh, number 14, beat that butt, as Fowler's going to get out of the inning with a strikeout. So it's still 8-8. Eight to eight. We'll go into the bottom of the fifth. You know, this game is kind of taking long. Usually LSU games have been feeling uh, like they've been flowing, blowing by. You know, Paul Maneri, look, I want to make this very quickly, and we're going to get into this college football playoff expansion uh, stuff. Paul Maneri kind of put his foot down. He Look, he's starting to get pissed off. He's starting to get pissed off. And – I like to see that he has um, some fight in him. 
look, guys, what again, I know that we're saying that this game, this man's going to retire, he's going to step down. I get all that. But I want to see – look, I'm always going to root for LSU to, to be good, win. I don't want them to lose. So, we'll see. Uh, Eric writes his hashtag long post. Okay. No more than – all right, so here's the uh, college football playoff expansion. Here we go. We can talk about this now that we're in a commercial break. Uh, but Eric says no more than eight teams in the college football playoff, if not conference champions, would decline. I agree with you there. And teams believe that pl- they are playoff worthy will sit out star players to prepare for the playoffs instead of some conference games. I don't know, Eric. So let, let, let's go with this. There's been a lot of talk, and our good friend, like I mentioned in the open, Jonathan, uh, uh, Jake Crane, J-Boy, go check his podcast out at the J-Boy Show. He's kind of got, you know, I got to give him credit. He, 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 he's got the people out there kind of, you know, talking about it. He's even talking about it. And, and, look, there are some things that he said, and guys go listen to it, but there's some things that he said that I agree with, and, and there's some things that I disagree with on this college football playoff expansion. Historically, Historically, when we talk about college football playoffs and we talk about the top eight teams, so if we expand this to eight teams, as Eric just mentioned, historically, though in those eight teams, you have either the, the conference champion and the conference runner-up. So if I'll give an SEC example. Alabama plays Georgia. LSU plays Georgia. Georgia's still going to be in that top eight. So what has the regular season told me that I don't already know? LSU beat Georgia. They lost to South Carolina in 18. Um, who's another one? Uh, we can even say in 18, when Georgia uh, beat Auburn in a rematch, what do we got to know by Auburn getting back in the playoff and a six-rated Auburn playing Georgia for a third time? What do we got to know about that? There's nothing in there that we have to know about this college football playoff expansion that the regular season's not telling me. And and I know that history has not always been this way, but history has shown us over the last three years for college football playoff expansion. 2018, Clemson, they ran the table as Kay Beloso is going to hit a hard line drive. That's going to get over the right fielder's head. Uh, and it looks like he's going to have a stand-up double, and he will. But let's look at 2018, 19, and 20. Clemson in 2018 really ran the table when it comes to college football and the regular season of playoffs, they obliterated Alabama and the college football national championship. In 2019, we remember what LSU did, beating all of those top 10 teams. And they did it in the college football playoff when they obliterated Oklahoma. And then they really put it on Clemson there in the second half and took the lead in the first half as well. And in 2020, as most of us LSU fans don't care to admit, Alabama ran the table. And they did really good. So there's that one team over the last three years who historically has just ran the table. So why are we expanding this college football playoff? It is not our job as fans to go out there and say, well, it gets coast to coast, the TV ratings, all this. I I get the TV ratings. TV ratings don't matter to me. Now, maybe they do, and maybe they will if we start going more national. You know, I'd love for Los Angeles to be big in college football. As it looks like that's going to be Bianco laying down a bunt. He's going to be safe. So now we're going to have runners on first and third. What a great bunt by Drew Bianco. Very quickly, very, very quickly. That kid has legitimately turned it on. I'm glad he's. we're doing this during a live show so that we can. I can talk about Drew Bianco and how, look, he's hitting, what, 240 now? I mean, look, the kid's just really doing some good stuff, playing hard defensively. 
so so I guess we can <laughs> – I just like him at second. He's safe. That's not even close. Um, but why expand it? to eight and quite honestly why expand to six you will still at five and six you will still have the teams that just lost a conference championship in at five or six so if you're hypothetically saying that we should go to six teams that means hypothetically again number six georgia we'd be playing alabama again what do i need to know about that what do i need to know about that why does clemson who got uh, or or Ohio State, for that matter, who we will find out just got abolished, or I say abolished, but just got cremated legitimately almost by Alabama. Why do they need to play Georgia? They're on a crash course to play Alabama as conference champs. What do I need that for? I mean, the only thing that would be good about it is that we get more football. That would be the good thing for it. But you're watering down the regular season. That would be my biggest worry for college or college football is you're watering down the season. So hypo, uh, I, I'm not going to stop using the word hypothetically, but let's just say a team loses in the regular season and it's neck and neck in the SEC West. LSU beats Alabama, Alabama and or beats LSU. What does LSU really have to worry about? It's almost kind of better if you don't win your conference at that point. It's kind of better. Now, you want to go out there, you want to be the champs of the SEC. I, I get all that. I get all of that. And like I, I, I'm always on here harping, you want to win every game is Trey Morgan's going to hit a ball to second. They're not, or short, they're not going to have a play. So we're, a run's going to score. It's going to be 9 8 LSU in the bottom of the fifth. Runners on first and second with one out as Trey Morgan continues his hot streak. Um, so that's why I don't understand what the regular season's not telling me that I got to explain expand the playoffs more. What do I hit me up in the uh, in the comments and let me know. Let me know as Eric Wright sends us uh, some stars via Facebook. Eric and everybody that sends us stars via Facebook, guys, it always helps us grow our podcast and everything. Uh, that we're doing. Ryan Thibodeau says, hashtag ask Blake. I said when the college football came out that it should be 18 playoff. The margin of error is so high with four versus eight, but that's what makes college football college football. Like, what do you mean margin of error? I mean, are, are, are we okay? Look, I mean, if you want eight teams, then the conference championship doesn't mean, yes, you can say that you are your conference's champ, and that's not, taken off but if your goal is like everybody's goal is to win a national championship what does it matter at that point like it, it doesn't matter conferences would have to realign i would believe because then you would want to take the top two teams oh is this going to be Cruz is going to hit a, a, a line drive to second they're going to try to roll a double play they can't there's going to be an error on the second baseman so Cruz is going to be on oh no it's going to be bases loaded oh Benjamin, Benjamin, see y'all making my man, my man mad up in there. He doesn't like college football playoff expansion. Uh, TJ says, "Ask Blake. I didn't think Drew was that fast. That boy was moving. Talking about Bianco, yeah, he's he was moving. Um, but to Ryan's point, I I, I don't I, I don't see where it, it makes any sense. I just don't see where it makes any sense." Uh, Remington says, make it where all conference champions are in the playoffs. Well, you have five power five conferences, okay, as Dugas gets hit by a pitch. 
So that's going to bring in a run. So now it's going to be 10-8 LSU with bases still loaded and no outs. But here, here's my question. If you have five Power Five conferences, as weak as the Pac-12 has been, you're going to be putting up a number 16. Let's just say it is USC, and you have one of those conference uh, – uh, uh, one of those conferences like the SEC, let's just say Georgia would be five and USC then would – I mean, would they be six? Would you move – would you have to move them all the way up to six? So let's just say that the the, the, the conference champion is eight and four. An eight and four champion belongs to be in that playoff? I don't believe so. I don't, I, I don't believe so. It's not fair for an SEC – and here's another problem with that. Are you going to kick LSU out? Let's just say LSU six and USC is eight and four, and they win the Pac twelve. Then what? We're going to be pissed off, and rightfully so, that LSU plays a tougher schedule against in the toughest conference in college football. But you know what? USC gets in because it's a conference champ only thing. We've seen Alabama get a four seed and get in there and go and win that thing. I don't. I. I, I don't like it. Um, Gino says Ohio State made it when Penn State beat their butt. Um, true, but they also had two losses. I mean, it's not a perfect system. Um, but that is that an outlier? I mean, they lost to Pitt. I mean, they lost two games in that regular season, and Ohio State only lost one. Because of how conferences are aligned, Penn State gets in, and – you know, and Ohio State gets in the playoff. I thought, and, and here's the crazy thing, Ohio State wound up winning that year. They wound up winning the College Football National Championship with a third-string quarterback. I, I, I just, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get behind an 18 playoff. Here's another thing that we hadn't talked about in reference to this. At-large bids, these at-large teams, uh, as LSU is currently playing a Conference USA team. Let's just say Louisiana Tech has a great season. They're in the top eight, top ten. Do they deserve to be in the playoff? I get that UCF beat Auburn that one time and Boise State beat Oklahoma all those years ago, but a team like Cincinnati plays a team like Ohio State twice, gets beat twice. They play a Georgia team, the SEC East champs, and get beat. And get beat. So what do I need to learn more from number nine? And Cincinnati ended up in the top ten. They were number nine when it was all said and done. So what am I going to learn from Cincinnati? Now, they didn't play – well, no, they didn't lose to them twice because we didn't have out of conference. So they lost to them once. So what do I – again, they lost to a Georgia. They're 0-2 against Power 5 teams in the last two seasons. What else do I need to know? Uh, Mark says expanding to eight just gives Alabama a better chance of getting in with two losses – it, it helps every team getting in with two losses. It waters down the regular season. There is no other way to slice it. Now, I guess you could make the argument as there's going to be a play at shortstop. That's going to be a double play. Uh, oh well, the first base coach he's t- he's saying to 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 put the headset on. Looks like the first baseman might have uh, stepped off, been off the bag. Regardless, a run is going to score, and there will be two outs um, as we currently sit it. This is going to be interesting. They're going to take a look at this. They're going to take a look at this. Um, but it, it helps every team, every single team it helps 
with this college uh, or with getting in with two losses. Again, what do I got to learn from number nine, number eight, Cincinnati? Nothing. That team would get obliterated by number whoever is number one. You're gonna are you going to convince me that Cincinnati should play LSU in 2019, or they should have played Alabama in two and 2020, or they should have played 2018 Clemson? No, you can't do that. You're not going to convince me of any of it. Um. Uh, so, and Gino says Notre Dame too. But Notre, if we're being a little honest, Notre Dame gave uh, Alabama their toughest game of all season. I mean, like they were looking forward. I don't believe that they were. I don't believe that they were. I, I mean, look up front. Notre Dame at times was physically dominating them. I don't think that they were looking forward. Um, do I? What I would could could you make the argument also that a two loss SEC team could beat maybe a? I don't know. There's not a two-loss SEC team from the last couple of years that would have beat teams in that in the playoff in 2019, 18, or 20. It wouldn't have happened. Georgia's not beating Notre Dame. Regardless if you guys hate me for saying it, they're not going to beat Notre Dame. They're not going to beat Clemson. They're not going to beat Ohio State. They're not going to beat Alabama. The four best teams are in. If you want to debate it for whoever gets their whoever gets mollywopped by number one. Then, then so be it. As they're going to make, the, oh, they're going to say the runner is safe at first. So now they're going to have runners on first and third. A run did score. Yeah, he was clearly off the bag. Clearly off the bag. Uh, and look, the first base coach is sitting right there looking at it. That's a good play, man. LSU can, needs to continue to uh, can, needs to continue to pour it on here. Uh, Kyle says, Blake, why doesn't LSU football have an offensive and defensive number seven? 18 playoff, five conference champions, and three at large. Best two records get a first-round bye. Don, again, it, I, I've really ex- literally explained that. I've literally explained that. It water, number one, it waters down the regular season. And, again, somebody in these comments then now tell me, what does a number eight team give me? What does it give me? Or other than giving me more football, maybe engages somebody, but a a ten a nine and three USC does not belong in in there with anybody. They it, a nine and three USC uh, a ten and two Oregon whatever you may have it is not worthy in my opinion to get into a college football playoff when in the truth of it all is when they would get patty smacked up and down the field bad baby bad baby. All over the field by a Georgia team. JT Daniels, who, you know, regardless of what you want to say with him, would beat the ever-living dog shit, and that Georgia team would beat the dog shit out of Oregon. I, it, it just is what it is. Is what it is. Jonathan says, 2011 would have been a good time for a 14 playoff. You know, I was thinking about that today as we were getting ready for the show. I mean, it would have it would have prevented Oklahoma State from saying, "Oh, we should have been in." In my opinion, the two best teams were in that game. The two best teams, Alabama and LSU, were in that game. Somebody give me a reason why number eight should play number one in these comments, and we will entertain this. Until then, why should I? 
Stefan says six teams, one and two get buys to reward those two teams for basically having perfect seasons and competitive conferences. <sighs> then number then then Georgia losing in the SEC championship game means nothing. As Zach Darnold or Zach Arnold's going to go down, not Zach Darnold. This isn't the New York Football Jets. What does it matter? I mean, oh, oh Texas A and M. He, oh, 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 this is going to be great. Texas A&M was the number five-ranked uh, five team last year. You mean to tell me that Texas A&M was a playoff team? You mean to tell me that Kellen Mond and Texas A&M should go up against Clemson? They should go up because Clemson was number three. Make them number six. Let them go up against Clemson. See how that happens. You remember that Texas A&M team that couldn't score on LSU's defense? You remember the the absolute worst defense in LSU's football history? That defense. But you know what? Let's let's put let's put Texas A&M in. You know what? They've already got beat by Alabama. So what does it matter? It it mean, it means nothing. I mean, they would be the prime example of last year if it meant nothing. Hey, we lost Alabama. Let's just run the table. And you know what? We actually can rest our players and not play in the SEC championship game. And we get in the playoff. Maybe we can have two weeks to look forward to playing uh, uh, number three Clemson. Uh, Devin Stott says, hold the rope. Scott, uh, skip Doc. On May 25th. It's actually, I thought it was the 24th. My, I think it's the 24th. Yeah, we might take that day off. We might take that day off. We need to watch that. Sanford's going to hit a long, bo- bo- a long ball out to left field. And it's going to be caught. So, LSU's leading 11-8, to eight, and we will go into the top of the seventh inning. Boom. Boom. Daryl Adams says A&M was better than Ohio State last year. Yes. No, they weren't. No, they weren't. Quit kidding yourself. Quit kidding yourself. Come on now. Come on. Where were they better at? Were they better at quarterback, offensive line, defense? No, no, and no. They weren't better. You going to take Kellen Mond over Justin Fields? Come on, man. Come on. And I get last year was a little of a uh, of of a um, what's the word I want outlier right like it's an outlier in the sense of we don't see that all the time in reference to a COVID year. I mean, it's not going to be like that. It's not going to be like that. Um, David says A and M was garbage last year and will be again this year. They weren't good. Uh, Gino says again Oklahoma and Ohio stays skull drug. <laughs> And also says Georgia would have skull drug Notre Dame. Come on, bro. I I mean, all I can say is is that Notre Dame played Alabama the closest that they've been. I don't really trust Georgia in a big time game anyway. I don't trust them in a big time game anyway. I just don't understand what the top what a top six top eight team. Hey, you want Wisconsin? What is Wisconsin? And again. Please someone show me in the comments as to why these teams need to be in there. Outside of expansion for TV ratings and all this other, it would be fun, you know, getting regions into it. Other than that kind of stuff, someone please tell me why they deserve what the season showed that the regular season didn't teach me and tell me of what they deserve to be in the playoff for. 
Because the, the, you can't. Um, let's see. Sick of hearing how good A&M in Georgia is going to be every year. Hashtag overrated. That's true. Uh, Kenny says Texas A&M is being overhyped. I think that they are too. You want that team to be in the playoff? You, you, I mean, if you're saying if you're saying that Texas A&M, I forget that my mic's right here. No, we got the new headset, so I got to be careful with taking my uh, taking that off. That's my fault, guys. Um, if we're saying Texas, if Texas A&M hypothetically beat a Notre Dame, they're going to play Alabama again. You think Alabama's not going to skull drug LSU and 19's not going to skull drug those teams? They would beat them. It would be bad. They already have. <laughs> uh, Kyle says, no way a 9-3 Pac-12 team beats the anybody or the SEC. Well, you're – Kyle, you were proposing earlier for the conference champion to get in. So if a 9-3 USC team deserves to be in, then number one, why do we have top 25? Okay, so then that needs to go out by the wayside. No more top 25. If you like that, then sorry. Expanding that would quite honestly put that aside into the very last week of the season. Maybe you can have some polls here and there, but are you going to say a 9-3 and three uh, a USC a USC team should be in the top six because that's hypothetically what you would have to do. All of that would be out the window. All of that is out the window. And I know Russ says here about money. Money needs to come in and shove it, get uh, his confidence back. Oh, you're talking about Blake money. I'm like, what you talking about? Yeah, he does. Um, so – if you're proposing that to happen in a nine and three, any conference for that matter, they have three losses, <laughs> and you're and you're proposing for them to be in the playoff. Why? Again, still not seen anywhere in here where we a good even a I don't want to say a good justification, but someone give me a good justification as to why. I'm still waiting for it. Maybe we need to get J-Boy on the show and we and we kind of debate it. Line drive to Drew Bianco. That's going to be an out. So, it's going to be two outs in the top of the six as LSU still leads 11-8. to eight. All right, one more. Then we're going to get to a break here. Uh, Daryl Adams says, do you remember the A&M that had the game called away from them against Clemson a year ago before that? No, they didn't. No, they did not, Daryl. Clemson was up by 20. Clemson was legitimately up by 20. What, where are you talking about that? That's not even close to, to that. Not even close. They weren't even close in that game. Oh, and you remember, the, you're talking about the Clemson team that got to the national championship, didn't lose a game until then. That same team that played LSU, they got beat by 50. They got beat by 50, or 50 to 7, so by 43. Line drive out to left field. That's going to be a double. Oh, it hit that poor girl. Get out the way, girl. Get it moving. <laughs> Ryan says you'd have to, uh, some pissed off one or two lost teams. Yeah, you would. Yes, you would. Why wouldn't they be pissed off? You're going to catapult 9-3 and three USC for what? That conference has been hot diggity trash for a little while now. A little while. 
Mark says keep it at four. Uh, Russ says there's not a good one to extend the playoff. No way. Um, there is, in my opinion, there isn't a good argument to expand it outside of money and TV ratings. Uh, Gino says because nobody wants to see Clemson play close schools when most of the Power Five plays everywhere. Oh, that's going to be a good throw. Oh, good throw. 11-8, we're going to go into the bottom of the six. I wonder if it's about to start raining there. If you're in Baton Rouge right now, let me know. Is it, is it raining in BR right now? Let me know that. All right, let's do this. Let's get to it. Let's pay some bills around this thing. Guys, none better than our good friends, Mr. Richie Roche over at Roche's Lawn and Land. Escape. <laughs> Guys, get in touch with my good friend, Richie Roche over at Roche's Lawn and Landscape today. 225-937-7220. That's 225-937-7220. If you want the best-looking yard in your neighborhood, Call him today, and if you're in the greater Denham Springs or Baton Rouge area, 225-937-7220. He's going to make your lard look the best in your neighborhood. And our good friends over at the Drake Law Drake Williams Law Firm, 985-386-7600. That's 985-386-7600. Or go over to drakewilliamslawfirm.com. That's drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Real estate, successions, DWIs, they can take care of it all. Again, go to drakewilliamslawfirm.com. That's drakewilliamslawfirm.com. All right. Uh, TJ says it's pouring here in Thibodeau. Thibodeau. Uh, Mark says, Blake, you should do a poll on Twitter. Keep it at four or expand it to eight. I did it a couple of years ago, and everybody and, and everybody said expand it. But there's a problem with going with a poll if you don't have context. Here's the thing that I that I want. Give me context as to why. What is going to justify it? What justifies going to eight? Because that's what's going to happen. You're going to have the other Power Five conference automatically get in, and then three at-large teams. So those historically, those three at-large teams have been teams like this: Texas A&M, Georgia, Wisconsin, Penn State. Um, who else? I think Oregon was in it once. Here, LSU was in it. Uh, well, technically, yeah, LSU was in it when they played UCF. And look, that LSU team had three losses. I love them to death. I love LSU to death. I want them to get in the playoff. But what did that team do to deserve? They got beat by Florida. They got beat by Alabama. And they lost to a Texas A&M team that they had no business losing to because the refs blew the, blew those calls all up and down the field because the referees were on their knees. Okay, so uh, again, those are your at-large teams. Those are the at-large. <laughs> uh, Stephens Frey said, "Hot diggity trash." Hashtag hot diggity trash. Repo's younger brother. <laughs> all right, I'll dig it. Hot diggity trash. Guys, I get rambling on here, and sometimes I just forget what I – I know what I'm saying, but when I get rambling like the hot – hashtag hot diggity trash, I forget what I'm saying. Oh, look at old, look at the older Doty getting a base hit. Hey, oh, yeah, man, I got me base hit. I'm from Denham Springs. Hoochie-coochie. Let's go below, so. Uh, Darren says, only positive thing about expanding the playoff system – would do uh would do is bring extra football. 
Yeah, we've we, we and, and, and that's true. We've talked about that. I'm not going to complain about extra football. I'm not. I'm not going to complain about extra football that would actually matter. Uh, and that's one thing. You're you're taking what this is what you're doing when you expand the playoff. You are taking one season or this regular season that has a lot of weight to it and transferring all of that merit to every game really matters and not losing. Two, you're expanding it to only six or eight teams at the back end. Those games matter. So in November, December, yeah, those games would matter more, but I would rather an entire long season of games really, really mattering, and games will matter. I'm not saying they won't matter in the regular season, but again, we've, we've expanded on that enough to talk about why it waters it down. Waters. <laughs> and because it just does. Uh, let's see. Kyle says, I agree with you, but expansion is going to happen. As Chad Carr says, more more teams equals more money. Yeah, you guys are right there. It probably is going to happen. And what's going to happen is is you're going to have teams getting their getting their asses kicked, and you're going to have teams just getting obliterated. Hey, you know what? If you if if they are okay with, and that's that's the problem with this. They're more more worried about money than what actually is going on in the sport. I'm going to throw this out there. I'm going to throw this out there. You guys aren't going to probably like me saying this. The college football playoff, uh, the college football playoff is more worried about money, them making money, ads and schools making money, that they are the and everybody just frowns upon this name, image, and likeness thing. Oh, so it's okay for us to expand and for everybody else to make more money than the but the athletes. You know what? Your 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 fifteen twenty thousand dollar uh uh tuition. You know we know that you you know you guys are going out there playing and you're making a sixty six million dollars a year going to the playoff. But we, sorry, huh? As the accountant sits behind the desk, sorry. I went to law school. I never played football a day in my life. Not saying that from the Drake Williams Law Firm, those guys played athletics. I'm just hyping. You guys know what I'm saying. Uh, Darren says, yep, extra football equals extra bad football. It could. That's the risk that you have. Um, Alabama Notre Dame wasn't close. B- Bianco's going to get another. No, it's not going to get a base hit. I thought that man was about to get another bunt base hit. Good googly moogly. Stefan, that is uh, good googly moogly is Rudy Pooh's first cousin, if you were wondering. Uh, Ryan Thibodeau says money is why they have college football and bowls. They have it, Ryan, because college football and bowls or foot, college football brings money and they're trying to expand on making the money. I did not intend. I did not intend to talk college football playoff expansion. I thought we were going to talk some concerns um, for next fall, but it just continue. Look, it's a good debate. It's a good debate. I want the context of why people want the college football playoff expansion. I don't want people to just run out there and say, "Expand it because we want you to." It means more football for me and my uncle, so we can drink Bud Lights, Natty Lights. Uh, 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 Keystones, and we can sit here and watch the Georgia Bulldogs get beat by Louisiana State University. I don't want that, bro. 
Coochie, coochie. <laughs> Stephen Miller says, I got about 20 minutes and the rains will be on our ass. Okay, so, well, we're in the, we're in the bottom of the sixth. Hopefully they can get to the top, or they'll be at the top of the seventh. I wonder if they call it out. Uh, Charlie Viator says, Saul Derrick Singley Jr. got number seven. Very well deserved. Yes, that is. Yes, that is. Uh, David says, you are dead on about your take on the money in name, image, and likeness. <laughs> I, it, it's true. We want college football expand. The college football playoff wants more money. ADs want more money. The SEC. Oh, Trey Morgan, did you just blast that, you beautiful son of a gun? He did, but it's foul. Damn, I thought he had him a bomb. That was a 3-0 count, too. But everybody wants their money. But God forbid I run out here and say, let's do stuff for name, image, and likeness for these athletes. God forbid. <laughs> uh, Steven says, oh, my God, stop me if you heard this. Another runner gets thrown out. Uh-oh, are you in front of us? Steven, I think you might be in front of us. Tibita, Ryan Tibbet says, Paps Blue Ribbon for everyone. Hoochie coochie. Steven, I think you're a little ahead of us. He says 12-8 LSU through six. Yeah, you're a little ahead of me. You're a little ahead of me. That means Morgan gets a base hit here. And he does. <laughs> As Morgan's going to hit a base field in the right, uh, and he's going to get run down. Okay, thank you, Steven. Nostradamus. We could call you Nostradamus on this thing, though. We could say that you're Nostradamus. Uh, you know what? With that, we've been going for 45 minutes long. We do have the top of the seventh coming in. We're about 45 minutes in. Uh, you know what? I might ask J-Boy if he wants to come on the show. Maybe we can discuss this uh, in reference to this college football uh, uh, college football playoff expansion again. And I'm sure I'll get him as the days go on. Um, however... I have yet to see a good reason as to why college football expansion really should happen. I've heard people's takes. I've heard people saying stuff. I don't agree with any of them because it would it would it would it would put these teams in the playoff. Stop with that take. I know it gets them in the playoff. I I know that more expansion gets them in the playoff. I know that. There's no other way to explain that. Uh, last one. Darren says, what is it about pulmonary coach teams poor as base running? You know, there's parts of me, though, like what should, what can he teach Trey Morgan there? You know, like the, the – um, who was it that got thrown at at home earlier? Uh, Kay Doty. I mean, Nolan Kane's telling him to hold up, and he's, he's going to home. He just ran through the sun. And you know what? Good for Pulmonary for taking these kids out earlier in the game. Giacomo, you don't want to give effort and die for a ball? See you, cuz. Hey, Jordan Thompson, you going to make two errors? Bye-bye. I like it from Paul. Hey, you want to get beat? Oh, well. And he's putting players in that are coming in, and they want to play and win. I mean, look, Zach Arnold, his first two at-bats hits two doubles. Give it to him, man. Give it to him. Uh, name, image, Kyle says name, image, likeness. Is it the chicken egg situation? No. You don't, I mean, here's the God's honest truth. Without great student athletes and athletes like Derek Singley Jr., who we're praising for wearing number seven, if you don't have him to win football games, you don't make money. That's why recruiting's so big. 
Speak, and you know one thing that I didn't talk about was this. Recruiting is a big reason as to why these teams are chalky, why this game is very chalky, why teams continue to Alabama, Clemson, LSU's are in it. Auburn's can get in it sometimes. Florida State, when Jimbo was there, was in it. Oregon's in the very beginning. Um, I think of what we've had, how many years of the college football playoff, what, 22, 23 teams have been into the college football playoff, and we're saying expand it. It's the same teams over and over again. Yeah, you might recycle a team here and there, but regardless, you're not having multitudes amounts of teams getting into the playoffs. It's always the same teams. Always the same teams. That comes down because of recruiting. Recruiting trickles down through that. Guys, y'all are so uh, (laughs) – My mama getting after y'all's asses. She says, coaches don't run base, uh, run bases, only can practice scenarios. It's up to the player. I can't believe I'm about to say this. I agree with her. <laughs> I agree with her. I, 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 get, get that ass, Cookie. Get that ass. Um, Damn, what a play by Morgan. Damn, what a catch by Morgan. Guys, y'all are ahead of me. <laughs> For whatever reason, you guys are ahead of me. All right, you know what? Let's do this. Let's get out of here on that. We'll, we're going to have David Waters, Gator Dave, as we go around the SEC on tomorrow. Uh, we might take off Thursday because it is the little man's birthday. I I, I think I need to take off for that. It's a two-year-old birthday. I, that big old baby y'all see walk up in here, that little thing's two. <laughs> All right, guys, we will see y'all again tomorrow. Y'all have a good night. Peace out, guys. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.